Hi, friends. Dr. Marianne Sintron here. This is a podcast that's very different and very timely for a Thanksgiving season. When do you call a miracle a miracle? And when you think about all the money we've spent on cancer research, where has that money gone? I have the BRCA gene, and the BRCA gene is a genetic mutation, um, and I had ovarian cancer. I recently had surgery, and I want to share with you my story. Just to introduce this to you, I didn't see many stories on ovarian cancer the other day when I went to get my nails done, and um, I was looking for the BRCA gene, and I just didn't find any stories that helped me because my next step is to get some chemotherapy. There's a very nice treatment plan that they want me to start in December. And I just wanted some alternative option, you know, some alternatives. So I um, was researching and didn't find anything. So I think there's a huge market out there for people who need to hear my story and be encouraged. So if you know anyone who's fighting cancer, battling cancer, uh, family members, friends, I hope you would share this right now. Come back, listen to the end. And I have some exciting information um, at the end of the video to tell you how I can keep my hair while I go through chemo. But God has a good plan for my life and for your life. So let's go forward with victory and uh, thank God that I'm cancer free. I'm Dr. Marianne Sintron. I want to help you save your life or save the life of a family member or save a friend's life. I'm going to talk to you about ovarian cancer and about the BRCA gene. I have the BRCA gene, one, and I don't know where this video is going to go. I hope that um, all my training with having YouTubes for dyslexia is all working together to help with this video to help you because I think it's an important message and it's a message that you can easily share by just hitting share, hitting like, commenting. So what I want to do in this video is let you know how I came to learn that I had ovarian cancer and caught it very early, what the surgery was like, what the treatment afterwards is, and I plan on starting chemotherapy in um, December, even though they got all the cancer out. And I'll tell you why. So first of all, I do have to share that I am um, a believer in Jesus Christ. And um, my strength comes from the Lord. And all this, I believe, started in September. Um, we had some new situations in our family. And with all that's going on in this nation and in the world, and I've never been able to really fast and pray, but for some reason, I was able to. I, there were some urgent pressing needs, and I was fasting and praying from September through October. And I believe part of God's covering in my life was urging me to go get um, ultrasound of my ovaries. So when you have the BRCA gene, it's um, genetic counseling says to get an ultrasound of your ovaries annually and to get um, MRIs 
or, um, you know, mammograms annually and MRIs. So because of COVID, I didn't get an ultrasound of my ovaries. And the year before that, I didn't either. I don't think. But anyway, I, my sister died of ovarian cancer at age 64, 65. I'm 65 now. My mother died of ovarian cancer at age 85. My grandma died of ovarian cancer at age 80, at 70. And I have a cousin who died of ovarian cancer, but none of them knew ahead of time. They all experienced severe pain, a severe bloating, and the cancer was already in stage four when they found it. So with my ultrasound, my, you know, I was getting a physical, I was going to get the mammogram and I was going to get ultrasound, just everything. I felt great. I was tutoring online. I'm going to schools tutoring. I'm talking to people about training them. So my career is in full force right now. I'm talking about going to Africa in July to open dyslexia schools and ready to do some more research. So I am the strongest I've ever been going to and going to the gym. So I got my ultrasound and the technician recommend, well, the technician took a long, longer than I would even imagine. It was a long ultrasound. So the blood work showed that I had markers for cancer. And um, so then I had to get an MRI. So the ultrasound showed I had two tumors, one on my left ovary, one on my right ovary. And they didn't tell me the size until later because it probably would have freaked me out. But the size of one tumor was the size of a golf ball. And the size of the other tumor was the size of a small orange, not a cutie, but a small orange. And while I think that's big, my surgeon said they have seen tumors the size of grapefruits and the size of basketballs, which just baffles me. I don't know how anybody, well, I guess when it gets that big, it's, it's very fast and that's when they catch it. So the um, ultras, the MRI also showed that my uterus had thick lining, which uh, was an indicator that it should come out too. So I had a hysterectomy just on December 8th. I'm, I'm sorry, um, November 8th. And also there's a fatty covering of tissue over the ovaries called the omen. So the CT scan, which I also had a CT scan. So the CT scan showed nothing different than the cysts on my ovaries. But when the omen was also removed, as were some lymph nodes, my surgery was a four and a half hour surgery. And I had the best team at City of Hope. And Dr. Turgis and her, her team of doctors and nurses, Dr. Kohut, thank you so much for these wonderful surgeons and doctors. Well, the omen showed a very small cyst, maybe the size of a dime. And that brought the cancer to stage three, because the higher it is in your body, the higher the stage. So they removed everything, removed all the cancer. The blood work shows I'm cancer-free. And I give God the glory. Hallelujah. We caught it early. The fact that I could go in early and get it out is a miracle, I believe. And many people agree. So the follow-up, which was going to be the same, no matter what stage the cancer was at, was either radiation or chemo. Radiation is targeted to cancer that's not and something that can be removed since 
my tum- my cysts and tumors were in parts of my body that could be removed. I they want me to do the chemo. Now they don't want to do chemo to kill any cells they know of. They want to do chemo to target any microscopic cells that might be lurking around. And you hear about that cancer is very tricky. It'll it'll hide. It it I have a nurse next door who's a can she's a physician's assistant and she works at City of Hope and she lives right next to me. Now how sweet is that for God to give me a neighbor? And she's been here eight years, but a neighbor who's a cancer nurse, cancer physician's assistant. That's one step under being a doctor. So she was saying, Marianne, this is amazing. So the, the, so the course of treatment is to go in for a drip IV um, once every three weeks for a round of six weeks. So right now I have a home care nurse who comes in. I had some stitches that didn't uh, seal correctly. So I needed wound care and the wound care wasn't properly set up because um, my daughter's a nurse and, you know, city of hope thought the wound care, a nurse would be able to, you know, it takes the day to organize all that. Um, They released me from the hospital on day three because I was, up and about, showering, washing my hair, feeling very strong and ready to move. So they said I was ready to come home. And my daughter would do my wound care for two days, which is just packing the openings. I had three openings, packing that with gauze and sealing it up with a big bandage on my tummy. And then um, on day three, the home health care would come. But that, that got messed up. So if anything went wrong, that was it. But it wasn't detrimental. So my husband and I just went into City of Hope three days in a row, and I went in for wound care and I came out. But now the wound care is people, nurses are coming to my home and they're fabulous. And my wounds are um, not able to be filled with gauze anymore, which means they're, they've closed up enough where now they only need to put Steri strips, you know, the little tape from one side to the other. And I'm feeling wonderful. So one of my... And so she'll be here through Thanksgiving, you know, every morning and takes her like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. So one of my biggest concerns about not wanting to go through chemo is I remember, oh my gosh, other people who've had chemo, faces get all puffy, they gain a lot of weight, and they're just not themselves afterwards. And and I have a lot to do. I mean, I have places to go, people to meet, kids to help. And I just didn't want that. So I was looking at alternatives for um, chemo. And I'm not the best researcher because all I was finding was um, how to eat differently, how to, how to eat vegetables all the time and juice and do juice and juice and vegetables, vegetables. And I, you know, maybe I didn't find other alternatives for a reason. And I decided to paste to post on Facebook what I'm going through. And I got so much encouragement from people who raved about City of Hope and just raved about the care that they give their uh, patients and how things have such so much improved at, in cancer research. One of the things I mentioned to my surgeon was with all the money we spend on cancer research, why can't we get a cure for this? And she said, you know what, Marianne, we have come so far with our research on cancer with the BRCA gene that 
after the chemo, they actually have a, a medication that, that targets the BRCA1 gene to keep it away, to keep it dormant. And I think that's tremendous. So the thing with the, the chemo treatment, like I said, it would be once a week, every three weeks for six rounds. And what the surgeon assured me was after um, it's going to be an IV drip and I'll probably just, you know, want to lie down. It might be an hour if they decide to make it a longer time. I don't know why they would do that yet. Maybe if my, I don't know, but they said that, um, I mean, I guess you said some people come in and actually bring their computers, bring their laptops, but I believe I'm just going to be there for an hour for my drip. And then the next day or two, I might feel a little tired, maybe some cold symptoms or feel a little achy like a flu. But um, she said, other than that, you're going to be up and about. You, you can go on a vacation. You could hang out with your friends, your family. You can go back to work. You can do whatever you like. So that's kind of cool. And I have a grandbaby due in February. So the whole month of February is really open except for one chemo treatment. So I just want to encourage you all who are um, concerned. First of all, get that BRCA test. If you have cancer in your family, get tested and, and see if you carry that BRCA gene. And then get the genetic counseling if you have it. So um, my kids are going to get tested for it. They haven't yet, but they're very much wiser now. They're going to be tested for it. And take it from there. It's not going to change their family life. My daughter wants to have kids. My son's having a baby. And it's not going to change that in their life. But it will help them with prevention. And whether one of them needs to start getting regular ultrasounds or um, mammograms. Because it affects the males as well as the females. So, again, I, I want to encourage you that this is my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ that's keeping me strong. Now, when I go in for the chemo, I know I can have a positive attitude and I know I could feel fearful and I want you to know there's no fear at all. Get rid of fear. I woke up with a song in my heart. There's joy in the, in the house of the Lord by Phil Wickham. He's a local. I live in California and he's only in San Diego and um, he sings a song about the battle is the Lord. So I go into this chemo with an attitude of victory already. And I, I really expected a miracle all along the way to, first of all, have the cancer disappear, not have the cancer, have it disappear at every time I got blood work and then have it disappear during the surgery. And that did actually happen. It did disappear after they had the surgery. And so the chemo is another step God is allowing me to walk through, but I am going to be victorious in it. I'm not going to, you know, they have a, a cool cap, a cooling cap you can purchase. It's part of the insurance process and it saves your hair and I don't want to lose my hair, um, but it freezes your hair follicles. And I just think that's amazing. My daughter was urging me to get that as well as one of the nurses. So when I start the second week of December, I'm going to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I have the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in me. Now, this is what the gospel teaches in our Bible. And if 
you're interested in that, you know, you could email me and um, go to visit a local church that teaches your teaches the Bible. Uh, but anyway, that's what we stand on. There's so many promises in the Bible that God fights our battles for us and he's with us. And I, you know, I have dreams that have really encouraged me. I've had one dream that encouraged me. I was, I'm not going to go out the way my sister went out. I had another dream that encouraged me. This is just a new journey. It's a new adventure, but I've been on difficult adventures before. This is only the adventure of health. This is my very first ever health adventure. And God is with me and I'm going to have the victory and I have the victory. So we always want to just stand on I'm healed by Jesus stripes, stand firm in your faith. When we say we're healed by Jesus stripes, it's because he's our Lord and Savior. And the thing is, we all know how our bodies want to heal, right? When you get a cut or a scratch, a bruise, you know, when you break your leg, the doctors reset it and it heals. Our bodies were created to heal, but how cool to know that the healing was how God made our bodies to want to be healed. So when I think about um, Jesus dying on the cross and his body was broken for me and his blood was shed for the forgiveness of sins, we have the forgiveness of sins, which we can't see, but we have the healing, which we can see. And we can see people heal at many different stages. And um, I know the healing comes from the Lord. And I'm so grateful. And I hope this video goes viral. I hope that people who are fearful about cancer, fearful about surgery, fearful about chemo, will see this video and share it with others. And if you want to pay it forward, that would be the best thing just to share it with others. Make a donation to the Cancer Society for somebody who wants to get that freezing cap to keep their hair. That would be a wonderful donation. And um, anyway, I want to thank you for listening and wish you all the best. God bless you now. I hope this message has encouraged you if you're struggling with um, a decision to get chemotherapy or if you wonder if you have cancer or if you have it. And I hope um, you've been inspired. I want to mention that I do get in the scriptures daily and Psalms 91 is a wonderful psalm of God's healing power in our lives. And um, if you don't know the Lord Jesus, I hope that you sit by your bed tonight, get on your knees and just ask him, ask the Lord Jesus to reveal himself to you. We're in some very unprecedented times and there's a lot of fear out there. And I tell you, I have so much peace. No fear comes my way. And um, I want that for you too. So thank you for tuning in. And you can always reach me if you want. Call me with at dyslexia-solutions.com. God bless you now. Bye-bye.